Hey everybody, welcome to Don't Ignore the Nudge. This is the place you get to hear extraordinary stories shared by ordinary people about how God has nudged them to either do something or not do something in their lives and what happened because of it. My name is Corey Freeman and I'll be your host. Each episode is another person's amazing story and I'm just glad you're here. Let's get started. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ignore the Nudge. Today, we're talking to Johanna Smith, but before we talk to her, I just wanted to remind you guys that we have um, a few offerings on don'tignorethenudge.com. We have um, mugs and we actually have journals and we also have devotionals. So if you need gifts, for anything, whatever time of year you're listening to this, whether it's before Mother's Day, Christmas, or somebody's birthday, I just like you to consider that because it goes straight to the cost of producing this podcast. So I have a vested interest in you buying a mug <laughs> or two or three or four. I'll find a box that will hold 10 mugs, right? So um, anyway, back to the fun stuff. Um, today, Johanna Smith is joining us and uh, she's across the country from me. She's in Ohio and I'm in California. She has a podcast called Girls Talking Life and it's girls, uh, is it girlstalkinglife.com? Is that what it is? It is. Yes. It is. Okay, great. And it's a podcast uh, that women that, you know, she interviews women with, uh, she wants to share their stories. And I let you d- describe that a little bit. But she also, I want to make sure we talk about this. She has a, um, an offering called Conversation Cards. And that's relatively new, I think. Um, and the Conversation Cards are um, cards that you and your girlfriends can use together to prompt deeper conversations, more intentional uh, uh, sharing, I would call it. And Mm -hmm. uh, so I I think that's just a really great idea because as we all know, it's getting a little bit, a little bit shallow out there in the conversation. (laughs) So obviously, you know that because otherwise you wouldn't have uh, produced that. And I do want you to share about uh, the podcast, the conversation cards a little bit more. And then also uh, she has a new uh, project called the gathering project. So I want you to, if it's okay, before we get into it, I'd love you to share a little bit more of all three of those things. Certainly. Thanks, Corey. So my podcast is where I interview women and I share their stories, like you said, and it's really girl time. If you can't always be with your girlfriends when, you know, life gets busy, we can't. And so this podcast really just is some supplemental girl time for you. But I'm always encouraging women to be in conversation, be in community with the women in their real lives, too. And as a tool for them to do that, I have these conversation cards. And the idea behind it was it was actually something I created when I needed something for a gathering that I was hosting at my house. And I'm an introvert. And sometimes small talk is just not comfortable for me. <laughs> So I created these cards and I printed it on cardstock, these, these questions. When I had looked for something that I could download or buy, there just wasn't, it just wasn't quite what I was looking for. So I made my own. I printed them out. I mounted them on some pretty paper and I used them with my girlfriends. And some of my friends I knew really well, but it still brought out conversations or things about them that I didn't know. 
So whether it's a group of women that you know well, or you don't know well, and you want to get to know better, these really work in any situation. I even use them at a dinner party with, um, you know, mixed couples. Yeah. Yeah. Because really, I mean, most subjects are, it doesn't matter what you're talking about. It's for men and women, absolutely. especially if it's the deeper conversations. Right. Right. So I have those available. I'm very proud of those. And then the gathering project is something new. I just launched it this earlier this year and we're going to do it again in June. And it is a five-day experience to plan, prep, and gather with your girlfriends. So if you are a little rusty because you've been home the last year and not gathering, or if you just need a little extra support, gathering isn't your strong suit or hosting isn't your strong suit, I kind of come alongside you and give you ideas. And it's also really to make your gathering more meaningful. There are some things that you can think through to really just put together like the special sauce to make it just a true meaningful gathering. And you do not need this for every time you get together with your friends, but sometimes you want to make something a little more special. And so this is the planning and the prepping to get you to that meaningful gathering. That's great. Well, it sounds wonderful. And for those of you listening, we um, are going to put this in the show notes. Um, one thing that people might not realize if you're new to podcasting, as far as, you know, listening to all these people's podcasts and you're really enjoying everything and you hear people talk about resources. Um, if you pause the podcast and then you go to details, then that's where we list all of the resources. So uh, Johanna's uh you know, conversation cards. If you pause this right now and you go to details, I'm going to have a link to her podcast, the conversation cards, the gathering project and information. Um, if you want to get a hold of her, so it will all be there. So we'll make sure we get it in there. Um, so people can access that. And so segueing into, um, faith-based topics. Uh, I always like to start out with uh, how you came to know that God was real, how you became a believer. Well, I grew up going to church. My mom took me every Sunday when I was little, she taught Sunday school. And so I knew, I knew all the stories. I had the foundation to my faith then. And I went to church camps, you know, in the summer when I got older and I really felt a connection to the Lord really always, but high school, college, you, well, I did, I just said, well, you know, maybe not right now, Lord, thanks. But (laughs) as my son, that's 24, I'm good. (laughs) Not about the faith part, but he says that I'm good on other things. I'm good. I I know the rules, but I'm not going to follow everything you're telling me right now, you know, And so after college, I was really like, you know, faith is important to me. I want this to be part of my adult life. So I said to my now husband, then boyfriend, or maybe almost fiance, I said, I really want to go to church. Let's find a church that we can start attending. And we went to one that wasn't for us. We went to another one. And in that second church, we both sat there and felt the pastor's focus on us. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Have you yeah, ever felt that? I do. I mean, it slaps you between, I mean, it's just right between the eyes. You're just like, you're, I'm the only one here. <laughs> right, right. And we both felt that. And we kind of left thinking we liked that. That was different. Something is happening there. Let's go back. And so we did, we continued to go there and you could feel the spirit of the Lord in that church and the pastor 
was very relatable and he would speak right to us. And both of us really locked in and just started, I would say, our mature adult relationship with Jesus at that point. Uh huh. That's real. I like the way you say that because, it, you know, I, I I think it's it's interesting how many how many people have expressed. It. I haven't done that many of these podcasts. What like you know? I think I told you like eighteen or something, and there have been quite a few of those eighteen that talk about that where they were raised a certain way, and then high school, they in college, they kind of you know, got off a little track and then came back on. And I keep reminded of the scripture, you know, raise a child in the way they should go and they shall not depart from it. So even if you have family members who are off the tracks a little bit right now, you have that hope, um, you know, that biblical promise really that, you know, you will return. So uh, that's great to hear. So it's sort of fun to do it together, but I like the, how did you word it? The mature the mature adult relationship, adult relationship, a mature adult relationship. That's a good way of wording it. You have the opportunity at some point then to make it your own faith. You know, it's not, it's not your parents. Right. It's, it's, it's it's a transition where you're really realizing, okay, this is, this is up to me. If I, you know, I need to carry this on, they can light the little, (laughs) but you've got to carry it up. Right. Yeah. Uh, And it was so sweet of the Lord to, do kind of the same workings in both my husband and my heart at the same time. time. What a wonderful experience. How it actually laid a really great foundation for your marriage too. That's really neat. Absolutely. We started our marriage counseling right there. You know, our premarital sessions. I wish that was mandatory across the, well, pretty much the world. (laughs) I do. I think it would be so helpful just to have everybody going to, premarital counseling, counseling, you know, cause we have to go for driver's license. We have to get school, but relationships that are so important and raising kids and all that. So, and then as far as your nudge story, I can't wait. Um, I, 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 I'm not going to spoil it, but I love, um, I love how you've expressed it to me. And so I'll just let you, uh, share how you'd like to share your story. Okay. Well, Kind of continuing on from my husband and I there, we grew and I feel like God was just really working and giving us all these tools. And so several years later, we decided to move to where we live now. And part of that decision was that we wanted to be part of a church that our friends had started. And this church was very prayerful, very spirit led. And we, well, I felt like God kind of in that working of our time in that church was prompting me. It was like the beginnings of a nudge. And I, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I never knew really what action I was supposed to take. I did a couple of volunteer roles at church. I worked in uh, a little bit of volunteering for a human trafficking organization, anti-human trafficking. Mm-hmm. And those were fine, but it wasn't quite the right fit. And I'm like, okay, God, I'm here. I know that you want me to do something. I don't know what it is, but I'm just continuing to know you and to, to build my understanding and my faith. So I'm ready when you, when you want me to do something. And a friend of mine, I'd listen to podcasts. I'd listen to sermons, but a friend of mine introduced me to a podcast that was just a show. And it was a woman who interviewed other women and that kind of led me to listen to several podcasts of that same design, Christian women sharing their stories. And I would try these on for size, Corey. I would say, 
do I need to start this business? Do I need to write a book? This is what she's doing. Should I do this? Now, were you, were, did you have a profession at this time also? Did you have a career that lined up at all with any of this? I did have a career, but it did not line up whatsoever. <laughs> <with this. laughs> I am a systems that... analyst for a university. Oh. So I do a lot of technical work and behind the scenes stuff for our information system. And I've done this all along, different uh, levels, different, you know, six hours a week when I had small children up to now I work 20 hours a week, but no, no alignment whatsoever. So you were just really wanting to do more. I, I picture when you said, I'm here, Lord, I'm ready. And uh, our uh, my visual for you is like on the on the like a racetrack and you're ready, but you don't even know how long the race is. You don't know if you're going to be doing hurdles, sprints, two mile marathon. You're just on the on the line going, OK, I'm ready. <laughs> it's like, God, yeah, I feel like you like, have okay, something God. for me. But we'll see. Where am I going to go? I don't know, but I'm on the line. I'm ready. <laughs> so when did he listening. tell you which race you were racing? <laughs> yeah, I remember standing in my kitchen and I had been listening to one of these podcasts and one of these women, you know, is this the story for me? Do I, do I jump into what she's doing? And I felt pretty, you know, a pretty intense impression that I was supposed to start my own podcast. And the reason that I feel like this was from the Lord was because no, my, my reaction to that was no, no, thank you. I do not want to do that. That is not, I'm not good for that. (laughs) I'm good. I feel like Moses in this situation, you know, send someone else. I am slow of speech. I am not quick with my words. And what I have learned since from that was that he will equip you when he calls you. That's a big biblical truth right there. Mm. I'd like you to repeat that for anybody who may not have heard that before. Yeah. If he calls you to something, he will equip you for it. Yeah. That's so good. So true. And you know, it, it's, it, it's so true that we are hard on ourselves and you're thinking, no, I'm slow to speech. I'm not. And I always like to hear from people what, when you said it was impressed upon you, did it feel like an internal knowing? Because we all, you know, we as believers know we have the Holy spirit in us. Um, Is it, was it more like you kind of heard it? How would you describe it when you had that, knowing? I would say it was an idea that popped into my head, but you know, it wasn't an audible voice, but an idea would would be how I would describe it. And like I said, it wasn't my own idea. I don't feel like (laughs) this is not mine. I I don't know if you've caught any of the other episodes yet, but on some of the, uh, in the past, I, I say, uh, I, when I start arguing, in my head. I know it's not my idea. Like when you're saying no, no, no. Cause if you have an idea and it's yours, you're going to own it. You're, you're going to go, Oh, okay. That's a good idea. And you sort of process it for a second. Usually these Holy spirit nudgings seem to be out of left field and they come in and you're like, Oh no. Like you said, no, thank you. <laughs> exactly. So how did you react? Did you move right away off the line or did you stay on the line a little bit? <laughs> Did you ignore the, did you ignore your nudge? <laughs> I did for a little while. I did ignore it. Uh-huh. And you know, 
when I was thinking that I was going to do this work for the Lord, it would be behind the scenes. That's where I'm comfortable. I did not want to take center stage for anything. And so that was just, it was just something for me to come to terms with. Like, do you really want me to do that? And I have a technical background. So I was like, okay, I feel like that part I can do. Maybe I need to produce someone else's podcast. Like I kind of tried to sidestep it a little bit even. And God was like, no. So I got more comfortable with the idea eventually. And it was not quick. But once I did, and once I thought about how I could share the stories of other women and point listeners to Jesus, which is really what I want to do, then my mind kind of flooded with all these women who I knew or knew of. They were friends of friends with these incredible stories. And I was like, oh yes. And I filled, you know, I filled a whole piece of paper with all the women that I wanted to contact to see if they would share their stories. So that was a little bit of confirmation. And then... I was still worried, like, okay, once I was comfortable with the idea, I was still worried, you know, is this of me? Am I looking for the glory in this? And so one morning I was praying, just kind of God, show me if this is of me or if this is for you and I can really do this and it be for your glory. And I didn't get any answer right then when I was praying, but later that day I was doing a Bible study and I was supposed to read First Peter 5.12, I think is what it was. Pull it up so I don't mess it up. I'm going to write myself a note on that one. First Peter 5.12. Okay. That was what I was supposed to read, but I, I accidentally read the wrong verse. I accidentally read First Peter 1.12, which says, It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you. Oh when they goodness. spoke of the things that have been told you by those who have preached the gospel to you, by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Oh my goodness. And I know that that's a mouthful, but I felt like it was such a direct answer to my question. Wow. You know, I, I just, sometimes you just, you want to share all these little nuggets that happen in your life. And you want everybody in the world to know these are all the things that happened. And these are all the things that I, that, coincidences and air quotes, right? That happen. And this is when it happened. And right after I'm thinking this, this is what happened. And then this happened and this happened. And, and, um, I, I think that no, there's, I'd like to think nobody would still be an unbeliever, right? But people who saw Jesus in the old test or in the new Testament, they said there were still some who did not believe even after seeing things, and yet they did not believe. And so, you know, my great idea of having everybody see these stories or hear these stories, you know, it's not, not everybody's going to believe. So, so then what was your next, what were your next step? Well, once I got comfortable and I was in the groove and I was starting to work on it, I was then feeling just so passionate about it, I guess. I remember asking my friends even, are you feeling this? Like, do you feel like you need to be doing something? And they were kind of like, no, Johanna, (laughs) (laughs) I've got work or I've got my kids and that's plenty. That's all I can handle right now. And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess it's just me. I feel like everyone should feel this because I'm feeling it so strongly. But, um, 
that's kind of where I left it. And I, I worked for two years, probably from the point in my kitchen to the point of actually having an episode go live. So it was not a fast process, but now I've been podcasting and sharing these women's stories for the last two and a half years. And it's just amazing. Yeah. I've listened to a few of them and they're really, I I love them. I really do. And I love, and you do have a great voice for podcasts. I mean, I'm sure people have told you that before. Well, it's funny that you say that because they have, especially right in the beginning, people would listen and they would say, people I knew would say, oh, your voice is so calming. And so, you know, we just, we like listening to it. And that is something that no one had said before. You know, never did I know that I had a good voice until that I started this. So. Well, probably because God let, you know, people say to you what he knew you needed for that confirmation and building you up and shoring you up. So you'd feel more comfortable and more comfortable. And, you know, I do envy you um, in a polite way, as far as being slow to speak, because in my business coaching practice, and then also in podcasting, I'm pretty good about not jumping in, but I still, if I were slower to speak, I would not have so many ums and you knows and right there, you know, it's just, I say it all the time and I didn't realize it until you start doing something like this and you get very self-conscious. So I'm glad that God gave you that your voice is good and feel good. And yes, you are supposed to And he's saying, yes, you are going to do this. (laughs) I did need that. You were right. Because for the first, who knows how many episodes of editing and listening back to my voice. I mean, that's maybe that's why, but that's, that is probably my downfall because I have somebody helping me with that. If I had to take a lot of those, you knows and uh, 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 us out, I used to be a court reporter. I heard all the us and, you know, so I just need to take out the you knows a lot. So, well, I, I should do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> and, and as you, as, as you look back on how that all played out two years, well, four and a half years ago now, when that was all happening, what, since then, how has that impacted your life or uh, changed your perspective increased your faith, maybe uh, change the way you react to getting nudges and impressions, as you called it? How has it changed? Well, I think that it's pretty easy to turn on the news or scroll and see so much negativity and evil even. And so being able to connect with these women across the country and even internationally, these brilliant women like you, like yourself, Corey, that just, it really does something to my faith to know that all these women are doing this amazing work for the kingdom. And, you know, if the world is not just what you see on the news. And so that's really helped me. And I love being able to serve my listeners. I love being able to point them to Jesus with different, different women and different guests. A lot of time, I feel like it's, you know, some of the episodes are almost a counseling session for me personally, (laughs) and then just sharing it with women and having them come back and say, Oh, this person really impacted me with what they said, or I encourage some women to read the Bible with me this year. And, you know, there are a couple of women that are doing that. So just having that, those, um, those stories of people who are 
who are impacted by it just boosts my faith immensely. And it lets me know that I'm doing the right thing, you know? So I, I was correct in, in following this nudge. And, and I, and I've probably said this way too many times, but I do feel like when God gives you that direction, that's so clear in your heart and then confirms it and then confirms it again, like people saying something, you finding that verse, you reading the wrong verse, like all these, all these things, you know, the providence of God providing it. It's just the passion is so great and God goes fast sometimes where you feel like you're just holding on. I always say holding, I feel like I'm holding on to the hem of his garment and, and he's just sprinting and I'm just flapping in the wind holding this garment because I don't know if you've ever felt like that, you know, where you're just that imagery. Yeah. Cause you're just going where he leads in such a big way. And the passion is just, you're like, I don't want to do that. I want it. Like, I'm sure you got that way where you didn't want to do your systems analyst. You're just like, I just want to do this. Yeah. So do you think, do you think that you'll, do you love your quote regular job or do you feel like this is going to end up being just so much that you have to let that go or. Well, I do love my regular job. I feel like they are very, very different. So I get to kind of do, you know, my creative outlet and then also my technical outlet. So I I don't know that one would overtake the other, but I do love my podcasting work. It's the kind of work that doesn't feel like work. You can keep doing it, you know, on past your, your limited time and still be very happy. And um, I do have two daughters and I love that I can show them that I am, you know, doing some kingdom work. I love that they get to see me doing that. So I, I think that I will continue. Yeah. And, you know, for anybody who might not know, whenever there's a term used that I think if there's somebody listening that um, maybe either be very brand new in their faith or they're just wanting to hear these stories and they're sort of getting interested in different things is, you know, regarding believers. Um, when you say kingdom work, um, if somebody has not heard that um, expression, if you're doing kingdom work, what is that? We actually started a sermon series yesterday about this and what oh. our purpose is here on earth as humans. And it is actually to work. We are created to work and we're created to serve God. And whatever the work that you're doing, it should glorify him. So that's that's my definition of yeah. kingdom work. And it's so interesting. <laughs> I bet you when you were listening to the sermon yesterday... <laughs> You didn't know I was going to ask that question today. So <laughs> another way of, you know, God just sort of going, oh, you're going to need that tomorrow. <laughs> Laying that foundation. Right. Is there any, I always like to give you any opportunity to share anything else that's important or that you wanted to share with maybe people who are, you know, trying to listen to the voice of God or trying to um, maybe be aware of those heavenly nudges. Is there anything else you'd like to share? If not, it's okay, but I was just going to give you that opportunity. Well, I mentioned that I'm reading my Bible all the way through this year, and this is actually my second time to do it. 
and I can't go as fast as the reading plan. So if you can't either, don't, don't feel bad about that, but just be in the word. Very good. That has been, that's the best advice. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, mean, I don't know why that made me a little teary eyed there. Yeah. <laughs> but Well, it's a relationship. It, I mean, that's what I think the emotion comes from because you're all of a sudden going, you're, you're thinking about reading and that's his love letter to us. And you think about that time you have with him alone and you're reading and it's just that closeness of the relationship you have with him. So yeah. And the more you know him and the more you read and, you know, if you are feeling a nudge, I feel like he'll, he'll bring about confirmation or more information, something from his word or even confidence for you to follow it. Right. Like it it's all right there. And he'll, he'll take care of that. Yeah. He's got this. Right. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I know. I probably don't. Yes. Yes. I agree. Well, thank you so much for being here. I just so appreciate your time. And when you're busy interviewing other people, I appreciate you taking the time to get interviewed um, by me. And I'm glad you did not ignore that nudge because I mean, for a while we both did, but I'm glad you didn't ignore it. Um, you know, you're, you're in it now and, and you're doing wonderful things. And I can't wait to have people um, check out the conversation cards and the podcasts. Once again, it's girls talking life and the resources, as far as the gathering project will be in the show notes. And uh, thank you so much, everybody who's listening. And, and thank you, Johanna, for being here. And until next time, God bless you and keep you.